Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, July 11th. Did you know today is Cow Appreciation Day? If you visit a participating Chick-fil-A, be ready to see people dressed as cows. Those locations will give anyone who comes dressed that way a free entree. The restaurant, whose motto is Eat More Chicken, claims cows will appreciate it. On this date in 1798, the U.S. Marine Corps was formally reestablished by a congressional act that also created the U.S. Marine Band. And on this date in 1972, it was a different kind of battle between the U.S. and the USSR. The World Chess Championship had Bobby Fischer taking on Boris Spassky in Iceland. But who won that war? I'll have the answer coming up. But first... Let's check in with the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your Tuesday forecast. And good Tuesday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Sofi. Sunshine out the door this morning. Unlike yesterday, we're going to be much, much drier today. Now the humidity down just a touch this morning. We'll be in the mid 80s by lunchtime around 90 degrees this afternoon. Sunny, yeah, on the hot side, but it's going to get hotter over the next couple of days. Tomorrow, 92, 93 on Thursday, mid 90s by Friday. Friday in the weekend, heat index over 110 degrees. Now there will be a couple of isolated showers and storms. Rain chance still pretty low next couple of days, and then a few hit or miss storms for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Life 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. After the Georgetown County Sheriff's Office says they were involved in a weekend burglary at a storage business, 33-year-old Joshua Tilton, 42-year-old Derek Stone, and 46-year-old Nikki Stone, all your screen here, are each charged with second-degree burglary. They say the charges stem from a robbery that took place at Cooper's Mini Storage off of High Market Street at around midnight Saturday. The three men were being held at the Georgetown County Detention Center pending a bond hearing. Somerville police officers struggled to reach a child who drowned in a retention pond over the weekend. That's according to the latest information released in a police report. This happened in the Central Commons neighborhood Saturday just after 5 p.m. According to the report, officers tried several different ways to open the gate into the subdivision, and they eventually had to jump that gate to reach the child. The two-year-old boy, identified as Elijah Brown, died at the hospital. The report also states officers saw several people inside the gate make no effort to get the child out of the water. We've reached out to police to see how much time they spent trying to get the gate open, and we're also working to find out why the gate wouldn't open to begin with. And local leaders are still asking for change one month after a shooting at a North Charleston business left one person dead and five others hurt. Our Emily Johnson tells us more about what they say needs to be done. 19-year-old Armian Jones died at the A1 food store last month. Leaders are still continuing to ask for legal change against the store. Just weeks ago, we reported that the Charleston County Dispatch has responded to 430 911 calls at the store since 2021. New information received today from Charleston County says there were a total of 45 calls for service at the A1 food store from the night of the shooting until today. One of those calls was to the 911 line with others being placed on the administrative line or were officer-initiated, which includes traffic stops or patrols. The Racial Justice Network CEO James Johnson says that they're still seeking legal action to revoke A1's business license. Uh, the community itself and the civil rights organization will bring a lawsuit against that store to close it. There's no reason that store needs, needs to be there. 
it's going to close. So we're not going to stop until we close it. The owner of Rochelle Fayal Soul Food, which operates inside of the A1 food store, told Live 5 News that it's North Charleston Police Department's responsibility to reduce crime in the area. Reporting in the newsroom, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. Police in Pennsylvania are now expanding their search for an escaped inmate who previously led Lowcountry authorities on a four-day manhunt. State authorities say Michael Burham is a survivalist and have found what looks like a potential campsite as well as a stockpile of supplies in a wooden area near the small city of Warren. Burham is facing multiple charges for rape and kidnapping and is also a suspect in a homicide case. Now, federal, state, and local agencies in Pennsylvania are involved in an expanded search outside of that area. We do believe that uh, he is getting some assistance uh, from where or what that type of assistance is. I'm not prepared to comment on, but uh, as I've previously indicated, we are investigating that and we are prepared to prosecute anyone who does offer him assistance. Pennsylvania State Police have been urging people in the area to report possible sightings of Burham. He was arrested in the Hugey area here in the Low Country in late May and he escaped from jail in Pennsylvania last Thursday. Today, Charleston County officials are expected to give an update about a sidewalk project on Woodland Shores Road. The call for change comes as family and investigators are looking for answers after a woman was found unconscious and lying in the middle of that road. That road is often used as a way to cut through Maybank Highway and Riverland Drive. People in the area say it's also no secret drivers like to speed down that road. Some things community members say they'd like to see added to the road include speed bumps, e-speed check signs, and sidewalks. The Charleston County Public Works Committee is developing a plan to put a sidewalk along Maybank Highway and across from Woodland Shores. Charleston County will hold a public meeting tonight at 6 to discuss the sidewalk project. It'll be at the James Island Baptist Church. The jail calls that a suspect in a deadly DUI crash made will be released to Live 5 News. A judge made that ruling yesterday after we filed a lawsuit against the Charleston County Sheriff's Office over their refusal to release those calls. Those calls we requested were made by Jamie Komorski, the suspect in a Folly Beach crash that killed a newlywed bride back in April. The Sheriff's Office had previously released similar calls to the Post and Courier. When we filed our own Freedom of Information Act request, though, the Sheriff's Office denied it, saying the release of those calls would interfere with the administration of justice. A judge now ruled that denial violated the Freedom of Information Act. The Sheriff's Office declined to comment on the ruling. No word on when those calls will be released. The state's top prosecutor is calling for the way South Carolina selects its judges to be shaken up. Right now, a committee made up of elected lawmakers who are also lawyers selects the judge candidates. Attorney General Alan Wilson and Ninth Circuit Solicitor Scarlett Wilson say the small group holds too much power and want to see a more transparent vote or even the governor involved in the process. The General Assembly is not scheduled to return until January for its next session, but the Attorney General and Solicitor are already calling on lawmakers to work on a judicial reform bill. A new golf course could be coming to Charleston County near Boakhead and River Roads. It's part of the Orange Hill Project and pushes up against the county's urban growth boundary. That's designed to limit urbanization. Developers presented a revised plan based on the 1,000-acre and 100-home project approved back in 2004, but with less homes and changes. A conservation easement is on the table for the undeveloped land, but developers say more than 200 acres of the property already have wetland covenants in place that protect the property from being developed. 
MUSC is teaming up with a local organization to bring preventative behavioral health programs to K-12 students across the state. Through this new partnership with BlackBot, MUSC is launching multiple digital education programs in close to 70 schools across six South Carolina counties, including Charleston, Berkeley, and Dorchester counties. Officials say the curriculum will focus on critical issues, including mental health, compassion, underage drinking, and vaping prevention. First time in the program's history, the nonprofit Soldiers Angels will be expanding its food distribution beyond veterans. The nonprofit will also serve active duty service members, guardsmen, and reservists in need of support. Our Destiny Kennedy joins us live outside of the Elks Lodge in West Ashley. Destiny, tell us more about this food distribution and how it's helping the community. Good morning. Good morning. Today, Soldiers Angels and their volunteers will provide food right here at Elks Lodge at 10 a.m. to noon. They serve over 200 veterans each month. Today, volunteers will pack bags and groceries and load them into cars, push carts, or backpacks. Each of the 200 pre-registered veterans and militaries connected families will receive an average of 75 pounds of food, fresh fruits, and vegetables, meats, and non-perishables. I'm told veterans are not the only ones in need of food support. Research shows active duty service members and their families have a higher rate of food insecurity than, the, than their civilian partners with 25.8% of service members reported as food insecure in 2018 compared to only 9% of civilians. VA representative for Soldiers Angels in Charleston, Mike Geyer, says it's an honor to serve those who have served us. And this is just one avenue for them to get some extra food to help them get through those times. And uh, we've been doing it for a number of years here in Charleston and I think for about 20 years throughout the, in other places in the country. And it's a uh, a way for us to help. And uh, they, you know, they've given so much for us. Uh, it's just a little bit we can give back to them. These food distributions happen monthly, but the nonprofit only allows 200 registrations at a time. For veterans in need who need food support for themselves and their families, just click this web story at live5news.com. And Wes Ashley, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I mentioned that on this date in 1972, United States chess grandmaster Bobby Fischer took on the Soviet Union's Boris Spassky at the World Chess Championship. Who won? Well, wave old glory to celebrate. Bobby Fischer won after 21 games. Celebrating birthdays today, actress Selah Ward is 67. Singer Suzanne Vega is 64. Actress Lisa Renna is 60. Wildlife expert Jeff Corwin is 56. Rapper Lil' Kim is 49, and rapper Lil' Zane is 42. Thank you so much for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great Tuesday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.